Lucia, welcome back to Make Sierra Leone Famous. Conversations that explore history, culture, and our identity. With me, your host, Vicky Rameau. You can find previous episodes of our show on www.vickyrameau.com. That's www.vickyremoe.com. And now, make the show begin. definitely heard one or two people or th that question um why these 20 iphones why make one choose them people not that yeah. they they you know disagreed with the choices i think first we wanted to have a reference point for as many angles as possible mm -hmm. when it comes to serial history uh madame yoko um you know I, I knew was going to be controversial um uh, because people were going to say well you know, I mean, I, we even saw it as we did our research, you mm -hmm. know, um, certainly historians wrote about that. The fact that they saw her as a sellout. Today on the show, I have a long, long time um, friend of mine, Akindele Deka, who is based in the U.S., but only in physical form. In his uh, spiritual and uh, essence, he's definitely in Sierra Leone or specifically Freetown somewhere. And we're going to talk about the new book. I know the word, but um, it's a book that has tried to curate the 20 most iconic Sierra Leoneans of the past. Um, so Akindele and um, Mr. Lebo, who you will tell us about. Is it Adrian Lebo? Um, yes, Adrian Lebo have are co-authors of a new book called um, 20 Icons of Sierra Leone. So we're going to talk about the book. We're going to talk about the people in the book. And we're going to talk about Akindele in general and the work that he's been doing. Um, I feel like I've known him now maybe for like 10, no, more than 10 years, like 15 years um, in this space, trying to create bridges and connect the dots between Sierra Leone's history, Creole culture, slavery, and um, the history of Sierra Leonean descendants in the new world. That is how I'm going to call them. Akindele, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you for having me on. Um, you know, like you said, it's, 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 been, it's been years. I think um, the first time we, we, we met was on DSL. Yeah, so Visit cool. SierraLeone.org for those who don't know. Bimbala Carol's ever famous platform, um, which predated High Five and predated Facebook. And if they're not being there, I know so for me still the VSL rights now. Of course. <laughs> I still want to do it. But um <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 definitely a pleasure to be on. Um thank you for inviting me. Okay, so first of all, tell me about your history. Um what brought you to where you are now, where you felt like, I need to embark on this project, I need to write this book, I need to tell these stories. What led you here? Okay, I mean, just a bit about myself. I was born in Freetown. Um, I attended Yoma School. I went there for about two years. 
before um, relocating to the U.S. Um, what year did you um, leave uh, Sierra Leone for the U.S.? I want to say 19, 1996. Okay. So it was right before, you know. The, um, the, the, the second, the second, yeah, 1997, yeah. Right. So, um, so I think coming here and just being here for this long, being away from family. I was very close with the family while I was in Freetown. Um, there was a vacuum, you know, that I needed to have. And I think it was around 2000 and maybe, maybe 2000 or so that I just, I, I had this spark, you know, I wanted to reconnect with um, Sierra Leone. I started watching this, uh, the documentary series by Samura. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Pride Freetown. Pride Freetown, yeah, that was broadcast, I believe, on CNN. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was living in California at the time, and I remember, I think up to that time, I hadn't really, I had African American friends. I wasn't really connected to the Sierra community, but after seeing that, you know, it took me to a place where I, I don't think I've gone back to where I was before then. Um, so the documentary was like a transformative moment for you. It was like, a, yeah, it was a come to Jesus moment where you're just like, oh my God, like, what am I doing in my life? You know, what? I'm Sierra Leonean. Why am I lost here? What? I have not even worn any a, a, a gown or anything. People do, have not even smelt the plasas on me. What kind of person am I? No, for sure, for sure. Because it, it also, it, it was a different picture than what I left. Um, what I left was, was, you know, friends, a very happy childhood. And just seeing Sierra Leone in that state, you know, it was, it was horrific. And so, you said you left in 96, correct? Correct. And 96 was a very good year for Sierra Leone because... Tijan Kaba, Bindong Kam, I mean, just elect Tijan Kaba as president. And there was this vibe of possibilities that, like, there was an air of we are on the right path. I remember now that's ended and begin making the road the inside Brookfields. I don't know if you know that small, small road the inside Brookfields. I remember they were paving those roads. This was the era of family choice. Mm-hmm. Children going out at night, they had money to play these mm-hmm. uh, slots and video games. There was prosperity. If people have not lived that era in Sierra Leone, you would not right. really understand the right. um, the extreme, extreme and quick uh, fall right. uh, between 1996 and 1997 in Sierra Leone. I know and I remember because... I moved back to Sierra Leone from Ethiopia in 1996. Mm. So I came back also at the time I was like, oh, I think I was 12. But it felt, you could feel it. We were going to like parties and like, it just felt like Christmas the entire year. <laughs> right. right. You know? No, no, no facts, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I think it was, you know, I, I definitely did not want to leave. Um, be sweet. I don't be sweet. I don't tell you the filler. No, I don't be one left. I actually tell me, 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 mama. I say, I say, you know, I say, yeah, we can't go to America. I say, mommy, I don't want to. You know, all my friends, you know, Cecil and others were like, oh man, you're going to America. I'm like, dude, I don't want to go. You know, <laughs> so, it, 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 you know, I, I be like, I be like, 
and mm-hmm. um, coming over and just, you know, becoming this African immigrant here at the time, um, it was just a, a bit different. Oh, it was very different. This was before um, Peace Square made people happy for Africa. This exactly. is before right, African right. giants. This oh, is yeah. before. Oh, yeah. I mean, when we spoke, my brother, I know the time you're talking. When you talk to people, they are vexed by you. Say, Tambu, not talk to you to me in public with people that don't know. People that don't know African. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. I mean, I, I, I um. I definitely wanted to 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 get you know to get back to things, and I remember um, when we moved to Maryland, which is essentially Salon Number Two or Number Three. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's when a lot of things changed as well because I had now direct access to Sierra Leoneans, mm-hmm. um, and I think that helped a lot. But um, I think one of the the, the other transformative moments where was when I joined a couple of organizations, Sierra Leone organizations. Um, Young Leaders, Sierra Leone Network. Hey, you, you have called another one. Chai! You have been school. long in the system. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even bring it up anymore. I'm like, hey. oh my God. A lot of people That's nowadays don't even know. Also, hey. I tell you, I tell you. So, so just being being active in those organizations, I think, um, helped me quite a bit. But I think for, um, I think the most important part for me was when I started doing geneal- genealogy research of my family ancestry. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time my my uncle came over from Salon. So it took about you know. America. I said, this is America, you know, so and so and so. Then I say, well, they say your grandpa, you know, your grandpa, the, now be master in English in Creole. You know about him? And I realized at that point, even though I didn't know about him, you know, vaguely, I realized that I, I, I really didn't know anything about him. Um, I always had people coming up to me and say, oh, you know, and some of that kind of grandpa came. And I'm just like, okay, you know. So I'm like, let me go see what everyone is talking about. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to Google and I, I started researching. And I think I haven't stopped since. Um, so for the last 15 or so years, I've been doing genealogy research. I, I traced the family all the way back to, I think, the late 1700s. Mm-hmm. And so doing that for me, doing that activity really opened up my mind into Sierra Leone history as well. Um, how far we've come, what happened in, in 19th century, you know, Sierra Leone, you know, the the, the, the progress, the, the lack of it. And I think all of that sort of contributed to just having that passion to sort of put something out there to, to, to get us back, to look back onto, into what we used to be. Right. and try to move, you know, have some type of metric that we can use to measure. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, it's cliche to say that, you know, if you don't know how you don't come out, you don't know how you go. I totally understand that desire to unlock, mm-hmm. um, which I think for a lot of African-Americans have, like the whole existence as descendants of slaves in the Americas 
you know, modern day, it's about like identifying, well, who am I? Like, we don't have a country. I don't have a people. And that's where the whole genealogy um, and, you know, DNA Africans, et cetera, et cetera. That's where that desire comes from. Because you want to know, like, it's, it changes who you are. Like, once you know where you're from, once you know who your people are, you walk differently in the world because you know you belong somewhere. Um, And in a way, that's why we're doing this podcast, because we feel like for the average general Sierra Leonean, they don't know the greatness from which we have come from. Like I might know it in my family, you might have know it in your family, but collectively we don't really walk around in the world like we've come from a great people. Um, And if we can give people slices of themselves through these stories that we're doing um, with individuals like yourself, we can help them unlock our identity and you know build these stronger connections and links so you can like walk proudly in the world as a citizen and like you're a better person you know respect yourself love yourself right no yeah i mean i i you know some of the teenagers said find out my this same grandfather was actually born in, in calabar, calabar Nigeria. um and my mother's mother was born in, in lagos Listen, we are Nigerians. Forget, No, I know they take that. You know, I, I've been having it all these years. We, we, someone says, you know, what's your name? Especially a Nigerian. What's your yes, name? I says, Akindele. Hey, boy, you are, you are Nigerian. Why are you explaining again? You have said your name. I know you. Right. In fact, let me tell you your history. <laughs> Well, because I mean, you know, even on my on my dad's side, that same grandfather who was born in Nigeria, his mother was born in Solpon, Solpon, Ghana, mm-hmm. um, and all her or most of her siblings were born in Solpon, Ghana, because their mother was um, a mix of Fanti and Fulani. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fancy people are really like, yeah, they're like, I always say they're like the Creoles of Ghana, the Fancies. Right. They're also very mixed because they're coastal people. So they're right. the ones also that did the traveling, this, you know, like, you know, this, the, when you go to Cape Coast here in Ghana, um, where the Fancies live, that's where you have the slave castle. So now they force really meet with Mande, way with Mande and Kamna in Ghana. Correct. And, and, you know, the same journey, Adrian also had the same journey. Um, a few years, I want to say maybe two years ago, he also started doing family genealogy. Um, and he actually traced his, he was able to trace his roots from West Africa mm-hmm. to Virginia. This is during slavery. Wow. And then from Virginia, obviously, Back to with, Africa. The, with the Nova Scotian settlers. Wow. And, you know, so he became very, you know, maybe don't be Fandistia for like 10 years. And he's calling me up and he's like, yo, look at I'm just sitting there like, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we had we had a lot of conversations and, you know, obviously we wanted to, to take it a step further um, to try to package it in some way. So it can be something we can pass down to our children and their children. Like a legacy project, right? Like for the community, right? And and I think that's what sort of led to to this particular project because we we talk about Creote. At the end of the day, we we re, we, we realize that we can't really talk about our families or uh-huh. families uh-huh. without talking about Sierra Leone. 
Right. Because the more you look into the history, the more you see how connected we all are. We're not mm-hmm. really that disconnected in mm-hmm. terms of, um, you know, the Creole journey or the Mindy journey. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. when you look in Freetown, even though some people say, you know, na 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 Creole get free tongue or na uh, you know, um, na Creole no more be they free tongue or something like that. I, you know, from what I've seen historically, that's not the case. You know, yes, well, no, not Creole not just historically. Oh my mind, oh my So I think I think the more we start understanding those aspects of our history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the more we can start seeing how connected we are and see um, Sierra Leonean history or Sierra Leonean identity, not just from who you are, from your ethnicity, but mm-hmm. from what we all bring to the table. The talk not on it, but make we take small music break with the musical sounds of Sierra Leone. singer M2 with Sweet Africa. M2 started her music career with the group JLC2, short for Justice Leo Chapter and M2. Later, she joined LMS with Lady F and Star Z. M2 went solo in 2006 when she released her first album, Sweet Africa, which became a hit in Sierra Leone and beyond. To date, she has released 10 studio albums, including Sweet Africa. And now, make we go back to Make Sierra Leone Famous. No, I totally agree. I, I, I think the other thing that helps with this is understanding, first of all, identity as this like very multi-layered thing um, that is 
and even when you talk of Freetown in itself, that the idea of Freetown in your mind is actually, in actuality, is very nuanced, right? Right. That Freetown is not really a tangible place with borders and demarcations, right? Um, the Freetown way we did talk about during the early settlers and the time of the Black Poor is not the Freetown that you and I know in right. terms of its composition and, and what that is. Or that, you know, I interviewed um, the glorious, glorious um, Cassandra Garber on this podcast. She was my first interviewee. And when she was talking about Sierra Leone and, you know, where the Black Poor and the Black settlers got, you know, Sierra Leone used to only be that place. It wasn't the entire um, protectorate because there was no protectorate then. It was just this space for these slaves. So when they refer to Sierra Leone and that being a place only for just Creoles, they mean that specific piece of land, which is not the same face as what we all now know as Freetown, right? Like it's just such a, the name, they, the name that is same, but the space don't change. Right. Um, and I think that having that understanding really helps everybody with the fluidity of identity just the, and the fluidity of even when you say you're a Sierra Leonean, that that, that is a, a diverse thing. Um, what makes a Sierra Leonean is geographic boundaries, but what makes a Sierra Leonean in experience, culture, and um, and life is it's it's so many different things. It's so many different things. I can always say, you know, like for me, I can forget say, no to all man. First of all, born and live in a free tongue. No to all man, even like born inside. Like you forget that your lived experience is not the norm. Right. So when you want to begin to talk about salon, you can say salon or this, salon or that, salon or this, salon or that. And then right. somebody has to like check your privilege to say, well, actually, Sierra Leone is this because my lived experience is that. And and you're just like, oh right. Uh I think I think um I think it's in the absence of, of either the value we place on, on historical facts or mm -hmm the fact that we don't necessarily, you know, confront the things that we need to confront historically. Yeah. We are so, non-confrontational people. We are passive aggressive. I, 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 I like to be very confrontational because, you know, no, that is not you, but it is not our, we are a passive aggressive people. If I want to say, Akindele, I miss you. I cannot yeah. say, Akindele, I miss you. I will say, oh, so Akindele, you're not a call person again. So now, so you tell now. Right. Right. When what I really want to express is an emotion that I miss you. I cannot say that as a Sierra Leonean person. It's too direct. So I have to be passing. I have to be passing. But I mean, I think I think it's something that can, even if it doesn't mean that we need to change who we are, I think it's something that we can, uh, because we have to face each other. I mean, it's right. we're not going to get ahead without doing that. And mm. I think, it's it's something that we have to 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 um to address but i just don't think we've had that opportunity to do that as a nation as a people no, no. i think i think a lot of the people that get to do that up to you know uh, uh, today that the people that we don't go oxford or harvard or they don't get phd in history and they're academics and scholars and all of that stuff and they're the ones that spend all the time in the books, you know, like, oh my gosh, this is Sierra Leone, this is Sierra Leone. Mm -hmm. And they come out with a very wholesome, you know, um, attitude and, and outlook in, in terms of who we are and where we need to go. But everybody else, which is the majority, they don't, they don't get that opportunity.
they, no, they, I mean, you know. Yeah, people don't under, necessarily aren't thinking of their status in society based right. on like the historical context or who they are. You know, most people they're like, oh, you know, I'm poor. It's because governments these. I don't get this. It's because governments that they don't really think right. about it in terms of like you know urban rural the divide in terms of allocation of resources historically that right. the provinces have been under provided for in every way whatsoever historically the provinces have always been under provided for right like as a region it it was where you take the most resources and you give the least right uh, and that's how since since the colonial era is how it's been treated it's like almost like government policy focus right. by Song, it treats the provinces like na na neighbor Pekin. And I think I think I think that's where it's important for for historical facts to matter because what, what you brought up earlier, um, you know, you said you know Mamigaba. So we, um, Mamigaba, you know, talked about Sierra Leone and the boundaries and things like that, and the fact that you know Freetown was called Sierra Leone for a very long mm -hmm. time. This is fact. I mean, mm -hmm. you can't, you know, there's no Chale, way. Chale, it's it's not, don't argue. We've got to argue with your pistol. We don't it's, argue about these things again. No, and first of all, Mrs. Garber is like 93 years old. If you talk, nobody in what again, no, pass, go and find your own ancestor who can come and contradict. But if it's you exactly. today that is not 93, that is going to say it. We right. know they, like, just forget about it. Like, she said right. what she said, and it's like, word. No, it is. It is. It's fact. Um, but, but I also think that um for some for some people and mm -hmm. and i think for reasons understood it shouldn't matter you know it shouldn't matter whether freetown was called sierra leone for mm -hmm. as long as it was you know it, it, i mean i don't think we're going to get back to a time where freetown becomes sierra leone again you know no, I, no, no. First I, mean, all, I don't think that the there is i don't think there's any debate actually there's no existing debate i think that that it's some people who it bothers them that that is a fact, right? Like they reject the fact, but I don't think that there's anybody who's like, oh, well, we need to go back to the day when, well, maybe they might say it, but it's never gonna happen, so it's unrealistic. So it's not even up to debate. Like, you right. know, during the formation of the states, you know, people then go England for go tell England, say we know one for make free tongues and the provinces join. Then say, no, Paupa, we're not going to join. We're not going to join, we're not going to join, and that is the end of it, and they joined us. So would I not like the joining now? It is too late for the unjoining. Oh, you know, like forget about this. Right now we are we are as we are. Right. And the question is, how do we move forward? And I think one of the ways that we can move forward towards national unity and national identity is right. by doing what you guys have done, right? Like creating these series, libraries, content, um, bringing together the country in a way that everybody can see themselves reflected. Um, that's why I think that this book was so important. How did you guys decide who you would have in 20 Icons of Sierra Leone? Because I know, whew, child, I know like right now you probably like getting people who like, yo, first of all, this ain't even no Icons of Sierra Leone because so and so no Diddy. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely heard one or two people, oh, that question. Um, why these 20 icons? Why make Una choose them people? Not that yeah. they, they you know, disagreed with the choices, but... Yeah, they just want to know why. What's your justification? Correct. So... Okay, well, so that's... How did you decide who would be in right. your book? Who would make the 20? I think... 
first we wanted to have a reference point for as many angles as possible when it comes to Sierra Leone and Sierra Leone history. Uh, Madame Yoko, uh, you know, I knew was going to be controversial uh, because people were going to say, well, you know, I mean, I, we even saw it as we did our research, you mm -hmm. know. Um, certain historians wrote about that, the fact that they saw her as a sellout, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, where's Salia Komago right sing, but you saying right. that, like, no, hey, you know, to good point. I mean, like, let us be like me, oh, yeah, I'm not yeah, fighting yeah. anybody about, right. like, it's like when Kaznagaba said Sierra Leone was just that area that was sweeter. It's a fact. Madame Yoko was a sellout. It's a fact. Right. No, I mean, it's true. And, and I think, I think that's why we wanted to include those few people that, that were well known, like the Sengbe Peers as well um by Bure, John Aka. A lot of people know these names. Yeah. Know. Who are some of the people that are in the book that people may not know? Um some of the people are I I'd say um online cover and Nicole is one. Uh, okay. She used to be a, a government artist. Okay. Uh, during the independence years. And she she was very influential in, in having art um included in this in the learning curriculum. Okay. Um, so, you know, she's one person. I think Dr. Letty Stewart is another. Okay. Um, I mean, I. There's a I post center named after her now. Right. Yeah. Well, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think that I think it's good that 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 exists. Um, mm -hmm. I, I I was hoping to find something about her, you know. Okay. Um, on that site, so. You know, I don't know. I'm sure they feature her. No, I think it may just be like a name. It's just named that way. I don't think she necessarily like, or her people has an affiliate affiliation. I don't think that's what it is. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then, and and I think others like uh, Harry Washington as well. Oh, I don't know. That's a new one. I've never heard that one. Yeah, he used to be the uh, he used to be enslaved by George Washington. Um, okay. And he um, settled in Freetown along with the other black royalists. And he was actually, you know, it wasn't like there was this ex-slave that just came and just, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. he was actually uh, active and very influential in those days. Mm -hmm. uh, um, there was a rebellion that happened in, in 1800 when mm -hmm. the came, uh, mm -hmm. when the settlers pretty much told the, the colonial Mm -hmm. want to call themselves mm -hmm. that they they wanted an independent colony. Yes. Who else do you have there? Um, we also have John Kizzo. Um, also, never heard of that. He, really? Mm -hmm. I, I, I thought he would be fairly known. Um, he mm -hmm. was he was actually from the Sierra Leone area. He was enslaved um, from the Sherbro area and taken okay. to and, and can go South Carolina. Mm -hmm. um, so when Incept come with, with Harry Washington and others, um, it go back inside the commons. So now, okay. they, they, you know, so not so just like he did the entire triangle. Well, it's not three, the triangle, right? Correct. Like he left Africa, went to the New World, and then came Correct. back. Correct. Yeah. And and I think um, the interesting thing is not so not to so be enormous. Mm -hmm. There were about, I want to say about two or three or four others with mm -hmm. them set up from Salon mm -hmm. when they being yeah. Um I think one of them be named um, 
I want to say pizzas or so. It be. Uh, uh, was it Thomas No, it wasn't Thomas Peters. Okay. It was, I think, Frank Peters or something like that. Okay. But um, instead, now the other person we 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 come out alone and then make that thing. Did you guys do like a fifty-fifty? You have ten women and ten men in the book. No, uh, we tried. <laughs> hey, hey, pause, pause, pause. Not campus that government of Sierra Leone. Eh, eh. We tried to find the women. There were no women because, please, right. if you hear that in this program, we will be upset with you. Why is it not 10 men and 10 women? We, we get series, all it, mm -hmm. right? So this is not the first in the series. Um, the next edition will be a, a women's edition. Okay. Um, the one after that in our education. And then we, you know, we just they go as, as long as. Okay, different uh, topic. Okay. So, so, you know, I want to say, even though I know, say we get Boku dynamic woman, then we don't mm -hmm. you know, quite a lot. Mm -hmm. It was definitely a challenge. You know, it to was a find challenge. them because of the documentation, right? Precisely. Like men are the ones who are writing history. Precisely. Men like to write about other men. Men don't take an interest in women. And so right. women's stories and their accomplishments is right. just not as well documented as as right. um, as men. Oh, right. I know, I know the world we living in. How <laughs> men try to keep us down. I know right. it. Right. I know right. it. You can yeah, but, like. But, but even with Dande, you know, there was no way we, we can make list. We get nineteen man, one woman, or so how many women icons do you have in the book? I would just say we have about uh, maybe eight or nine. I think. Okay. Uh, not bad. Una try, small. It's not easy. Yeah. Because, because the next, the... It's not easy. No, listen. The next, the next edition, the next edition, uh, all women. So it's 20. Okay. And okay, then, okay. you know, we don't we don't begin put together some of the other listeners as well. Mm -hmm. And so the same goal we, we want to reach for this edition, we also want to make it be the same for the others. So okay. we want to make sure, say, even though we, we, we do a, a whole edition of women, uh -huh. that don't we say women and all for day in the... Hi, this is Vicky Ramo from the Make Sierra Leone Famous podcast. I just wanted to say we really, really appreciate all your comments, all your feedbacks, the emails, the DMs, every other way that you get back in touch with us. If you really love this show and you want us to keep making content to Make Sierra Leone Famous, don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you. And now, make we go back to Make Sierra Leone Famous. Subsequent ones. Okay. It was one of the things also that the women, like to be in this book, you had to be like a, I guess, a dead icon. Correct. Correct. Okay. Like a, um, for, icons for, of the past. Right. Right. Okay. So that, that itself, that itself, because obviously, you know, we, I mean, we don't, we don't begin ask around, um, for some names to, you know, for consider for this next edition. And I don't say one or two people then send, a whole list of people alive and i'm like you know <laughs> so i think that's an issue another another problem will be then when it comes to women and then documentation is that it's not always that they're they're not documented mm -hmm. but not in two sentences okay they this woman at this village yeah. we do this we do that yeah. and there's all this data about the village and what you do but there's no names because you know? that if you just say that today, woman, and begin suffering at this world, I can't believe it. 
Right. Right. Our suffering. Right. 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 Our suffering started today. No, it has been an intentional conspiracy, right. a global conspiracy, right. a colonial conspiracy, a post-colonial conspiracy to deny the Sierra Leonean woman her rightful place. But I will tell you guys, it is going to be terrible for you because now that we know that you're all working together to write stories where our names are not even there, you will say, she did this, and then you say, in Bambato, where it runs by the river, in this... Hopefully what you're doing also you can actually then be the ones to write the first story right. about the women, right? Like nobody's made this person. Um, you can be the icon makers, right? You can set the parameters. You can interview their family members, people who right. knew them to turn first person accounts into a historical record. Right. Because right. I mean, some, something that we always forget is that when white people came to write the things we now consider history, not people then they ask. And yeah. also, and then self self item by observation, right. Right? right? So we have to find a way where we have the, the confidence, because I think a lot of times we decide that um, the parameters for what is, is how somebody else has set it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and forgetting that we have the power to decide mm -hmm. how we are going to define it and what's going to come, what, how we're going to constitute it, right? So you guys can then decide to do a whole series where these may be women who nobody wrote about, but these things, and you pull together from doing interviews and stuff. So that would be like super exciting. No, no, that's that's definitely the idea. And I think um, um, that that was the case for, because for not not for all of the icons then, but at least some of them we try to engage with the family. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it, it goes back to what we really talked about about earlier about family we own personal family genealogy and mm -hmm. which family trees and family ancestries that they mean to we personally mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think this now be one of the objectives that we, we, we set out to do one of the addition actually um you know i i kind of will get two ahead so we go like of course, of course. two editions at a time at least just yeah. to make sure we're, we're, we're managing things but definitely one down the line has to do with um, literature. Of course, um, of course. Arts. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be specifically for that. So some of the names that we, we call, more than likely, there's a- If I'm not day 91, but writers, you will hear from my people. Because- No, yeah, you want to no, no, no. get for edits or leaving icons. This one where past you die before you get icon. <laughs> Give me my flowers when I am here. Oh, I living so, yeah. icons, living icons. I don't want to die. If I am dead, and then you say I'm an icon, will I know? I would know. <laughs> now, so I can put it on my my Twitter status. One no, of honestly, the icons. <laughs> no, honestly, we get so much of that now. You know, we get Boku awards and heroes of Sierra Leone, and I, you know, it's it's a lot. There's like four or five Warong fronts where you know, they they out in the community. So I think there's enough of that. I think you we need, that, we need... I don't know about that. If you did, so but if I die tomorrow I go put me inside it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that I have to my life? <laughs> no, but we but we know it no but we know it we know they pray for that. This is terrible. This we know they pray for that. So, yeah. iconic bo Amag help us our life expectancy is not very long in our country. <laughs> 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 Sorry for me. No, 
Anyways, how can people, um, for people who are interested in getting twins, I know it's like two books, one that's like the regular one for adults and then like uh, one for like younger folk um, to engage well, with. So. I, want, I, want, I want to make that clear because, you know, I think say, I think say, um, I'm, 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 you know, I'm pleased with the momentum, obviously, mm -hmm. it and the excitement around it. But I can always be a bit cautious. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, one, one of my fears was how the response was going to be once it gets into the into the community. Mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of the books that like this, where we get a lot of history books, are written by academic historians. You know, mm -hmm. like the Akin the the Dr. Arthur Abraham, and, and, mm -hmm. and others. Um, so. One of the reasons that way we, we really push this forward as a as a curation or as a creative work mm -hmm. was to sort of also make it known that you know we're not a try for be expat academic historian. I I standing on the power of my ancestors, I completely reject this narrative that you're trying to peddle right now to and, to diminish anything about the work that you're trying to do by giving it a different name other than a history book. That is standard right. one is one imposter. <laughs> I reject it in you, my brother. You are a historian. Accept I, it. I appreciate, it. I, appreciate it. I just told you we have to be able to have right. enough confidence right. to decide what is the what. And if right. you say this is the work I am doing, then you're doing historical work. You are doing research. You are there is who defined what history is? Who says who a historian is going to be? Are you going to tell me that the Yeliba that I went to interview in right. Kabbalah, who has been passed on, passed on, passed on, passed on, that right. person right. is not a historian? I beg, come out for this place. So no, I agree. Not, I agree. No, no, no. You too. Forget. Listen, Aginele, let me tell you from right. my right. Yoruba ancestors to my Timini ancestors, from J.H. Dwati to Baisuba Ambold. When I tell you that you are a historian, in fact, put it on your Twitter handle. Are they go do that guys yes, away? Yes, yes, yes. No, no, Ramos says that I'm a historian. I'm a historian. I've written a history book. Don't shy away you, from embracing. What you like, don't talk also. What you don't talk also. The next time I go out there, the first thing I say, me, the historian. Yes, ask so, Vicky Gemo. Just ask Vicky Gemo if you like the reference. No, the, the point I want to make now nah, nah, about the, yes, the, the children's book definitely we cater, we, you know, we guys hand it for, uh, I'd say, ages 6 to 10. Um, mm -hmm. so very, very young readers. And also, we obviously begin for taking to context that salon level, unfortunately, not to the same as diaspora level when it comes to reading level, you know, and intimacy. So, right, for kids specifically for kids. So we had to sort of, you know, work, work around that a bit. Now, for the other one, mm -hmm. um, I know say, Boku people and King, you know, Boku people with the other, we will mm -hmm. say, you know, I can deliver you, I send me the adult version. Yeah, and the adult version I want. Now, we will not be necessarily put them out for the adult version. Okay. The idea will be getting now for say, since we don't get this one for the, the you know six to ten year olds, which is like mm -hmm. primary school ASS, 
we wanted this to be available for primarily students in um, and secondary school and college for the most okay. part, but then also secondarily for general audience as well because we don't. Okay, so it's that you have one for kids and then you just have. So it's the same information, but just the the language is different. The language is different. There's a lot. There's, 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 it's much longer as well. Okay. Well, I've ordered both because I know what I was supposed to do. So I was just like, I guess I got to get both. You know, these both. Go for those books. No, it, you know, it, I guess the, I know. No, the student version has it has time. It has a lot more stuff. It has timelines. Like I, I was like, I guess Adrian and I can daily trying to take all our money. Oh, no, yeah, I'm so. Please no, take all our money. Who do you want to take our money? Who should be taking it? Again, stop again. I reject this. I think they're not going to say this man not to his story and who. Pause again. Another one. Let me remove this thing from you. As a Yoruba and a Timmy money loving human being, eh? We need to stop this thing where when a Sierra Leonean is making money, it is a bad thing. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's how we have to I me mean, i love money i tell people all the time listen right. i love money you, you just like money i'm like it is true right right it is true. i mean so, i mean just, I, just not to, not to even the money size says anything madam like yeah. we got we have a few Sierra Leone Famous. The podcast is mixed and mastered by producer Frank Vin Bob McEwen with support from the creative and talented team over at VRNC Marketing Company in Freetown. And now, make we go back to Make Sierra Leone Famous. I said, I said, who should be taking our money if it is not somebody like you and somebody like Adrian? Who, have a, who, who should be taking it? Take our money, please. You have done the work. Thanks. You have spent your time. You went invested. You've done the research. And you've given us something that will outlive all of us. Right. And I truly mean that because just the other day, like I have copies that I just got in of um, some children's books from Sierra Leone with um, by Clifford File and by... Um, Marilyn Awuno Renner, and those books have outlived them, right? The book will outlive you. You've given us a legacy, you know, when they wrote Ola and the Ball, you know, they weren't thinking about, you know what I mean? Like, after they don't die 20 years, that, you know, they weren't thinking about that. They were just, but what you've done with the book and what we do when we create content, um, whether it's video, photo, but anything that is a creative expression, expression or I would say a gift to the community because that's what this is. Um, it outlives all of us and it goes further than any of us can imagine. So please take our money because you've done the work. Um, I got mine on Amazon, but is there another way for other people to get it? Is it available for purchase in Sierra Leone? Um, it's available on uh, Amazon. It's also available on our website as well. Okay. Uh, so is there, a, what's the website? Sierra Leone iPhone. Okay. Okay. So if you if you order if you order through the website, you actually mm -hmm. get a signed copy from me. Uh, okay, what's making you know me? Don't tell me that. You know, phone to back copy and they get from Amazon. No, 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 no worry about that. No worry about that. Okay, because I'm like you know, create stamp or something where I go buy the stamp or stamp with the signature. No, 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 no worry, no worry. And then <laughs> also we get um for salon because salon really. Now the primary market, 
you know, primary markets. We're happy to see it all, you know, in, in the U.S. and the U.K. But Salon for, you know, at TV they say that um, the other day, but Adam loves like that. Like yeah. we, you know, we, we, not salon, you know, sweet. If you know the salon, I don't think, like if it's not in Sierra Leone, you know, sweet. Oh, you know, not, not to say I don't appreciate no, all the people that I understand. You know, sweet. It's no, different. Yeah, it's different. It so, hit different. I know it hit different. Oh, yeah, sure, for sure. So I mean, we we try, we we don't send one batch. We um hopefully we'll get there next week. Okay. Um, we'll send another batch in a couple of weeks as well, and then we go to try because you know unfortunately like, we get for prints and force. Sure, and but we so, can have a separate conversation because please. I just found a printer here in Leon who's printing um please. my first five thousand copies um of my book. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I got a bulk order from Sierra Leone for two thousand copies, and there was enough wow. profit, so I reinvested. It's all the money I make for the first order. We wow. put them for just five thousand block. Because if you know the salon, you know sweets. Right. So, <laughs> so, so that's what it is. Um. So yeah. I can. I mean, once we, I go through that process in Sierra Leone, I can definitely that. connect you with them because. Mm -hmm. Um, the profit margins, I feel like, are just better when even when you print locally, it doesn't appear that way. But if you're doing bulk and batch printing, right. it definitely right. makes sense to do it at home. Because shipping, shipping, not easy. You know, the, the price will get for the book. We don't want it. not easy at all. So, I, I really appreciate that. It no, is, no, I will. I will. I will. Why is it very important for every Sierra Leonean family to have a copy of this book? How would it serve them? It, it connects you to, to your community. Um, it connects you to time um, beyond your, your lived and current experience. If you want to know what Salon at different you know, times uh, during World War I or World War II or you know, slavery or independence years or colonialism or you know, even in modern day times, this book, I think, gives a lot of reference points right. um, for we forget, for we begin it. Um, right. So that, you know, me, Mr. Sefway, I, 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 I mean, asked me, me just the other day, I say, you know, I say, name me one person in the book. And I just, I like, bye boy. And I say, oh. <laughs> That's right. Say God, thank you, not say Madam Yoko. <laughs> Now, me not, me not get forever outside I named it to you, you know? So, so you know, and, and I mean, the joy, literally, mm -hmm. the joy yeah. to really hear her say that. It did America, I don't ever go salon. Mm -hmm. You know, the joy to hear her say that. And I don't know how long that's going to be in her right. mind. Yeah. Know, what she's going to want to do with that information as she goes. Right. So, no, representation matters, right? And sometimes I think that when you're in the diaspora, people think that black representation checks the box for African representation. Exactly. But black representation isn't necessarily Caribbean representation. Black representation is not necessarily African representation, right? right. 
a different thing. Yes, they're all kind of interconnected, but it is completely, completely different. So it's important for us to not negate the importance of that for our children and just say, well, black. So, you know, she can just read about Maya Angelou and that satisfies, you know, her need to like, you know, her, her need to see herself represented. Yes, we can um, connect with um, a story about Maya Angelou and we all do, but it's equally as important for her to know by Bure, right? For her to know Marilina Wuno Renner because she's a Sierra Leonean who's an African child in the diaspora and that is oh, that is a different kind of black identity as well, mm. right? So so that's important. So thank you so much for writing this book, for doing this work for the community. I know it's heart work. It's not the work that's going to make you a millionaire. I don't know how you go make this millionaire, boy. You know, you keep writing for the community, all this community stuff, da, da, da. Good luck with that. If you don't like money, fine. But thank you so much for doing this. Nah, because cool, but, you know. <laughs> thank yeah. you so much for doing this because I think... Um, also, in our generation, it's important for us to do this work like our ancestors did it for us. You know, you call the historians, but who are the modern day historians? Who are the people who are writing Sierra Leone stories today? Um, personally, you know, I actually only got the book for one reason, because uh, my friend Adama is in the book. And I thought that it was just so incredible to see that because I know that if this was a government project, her name would not be there because they would not consider her as having made a contribution to Sierra Leone. But, you know, I know what we went through to set up the company, you know, and having been through the entire journey of forming Ashabi and how Ashabi really was a transformative, um, was a catalyst for fashion design and creative fashion in Sierra Leone. Um, I'm just like, you know, when I saw that, like, it just like, I was like, yes, I can LA do it. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I will say, to be honest, to be very, very honest, um, Adama in story was probably the most emotional yeah. for me, for me yeah. because it was, you know, direct. We, we, yeah, you know, it's us. It's one of us, right? She's one of us. She's one of us. She's yeah. one of us. And, one of, you know, yeah. that, that, that story was a bit, um, it was very emotional. But yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, we, we definitely engaged with uh, Manja and yeah, no, it's a beautiful, I mean, it's funny because, you know, when I saw the image that you chose, I remember that dress. I remember the first version of that dress. Um, I had a version of that dress. Our friend Mahawa had a version of that dress. Mine was um, lavender. Mahawa's was pink. And Adama had that version. So it was like such a great, um, it's such a great thing. And I want the book to come because Adama had given Olu a book when he was a child. And uh, so whenever I read that book, I always say this from your Auntie Adama. And so I want the book so I can say, you know, when I talk about Auntie Adama, like this is who she is. And I want to be able to read that to him. So thank you so much for doing the work, for coming on the podcast. Well, now you don't so for today on edition of Make Sierra Leone Famous with me, your host, Vicky Rameau. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. Ta-ta.